0: it's leslie and rena and And this this is soul sisters podcast hello everybody it's time to party um i don't know what that was about but anyways (laughs) so welcome back to soul sisters podcast thanks for tuning in if you haven't heard last week's episode on forgiveness be sure to go back and check it out check it out i don't know why i sounded like a man it just be like that sometimes. Do you ever wonder when you talk on the phone, do you know there's those people that just sound like men? And I always am worried when someone calls me and I can't tell if it's a man or a woman, I'm scared to say ma'am or sir. Yes. But I don't will avoid be, it at all costs. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to be rude and be like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, because that's the Southern in us, you want to say yes, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> I got to work on my country accent. Oh, oh, there it is. Robert says my hair always gets stuck right there. You guys can't see this, but my hair is, like, sticking out the side of my glasses today. It was rough. It was (laughs) woof. Okay, so today we're going to talk about mental health because I decided to take a mental health day this week because I needed it. If you guys heard last week, I mentioned how I've been going through some emotionally draining situations. And we even ended up not recording one week because of it. And so today we just really want to bring awareness to the fact that sometimes you just need to take a break. And it's important to recognize that in yourself so that you don't end up having a nervous breakdown. Or, you know, end up on or 48 because <laughs> we don't want to see about you there, okay? So let's talk about things that cause you to need a mental health day. How much time you got? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> so for me it's just I've got some personal things going on as well as work related things. Work really isn't a huge deal for me. It used to be I used to bring my work home with me and I would get super stressed out because there's a million things that need to be done and only eight hours to do it in and I, then I had to come home and be a mom and I was a single mom and so I had church and friends, and I just was trying to keep everybody happy, Um, but thankfully, like you, I became medicated, and it's (laughs) been God's gift to me, so now I'm able to better prioritize, and so with work, I just kind of do what I can, and then I leave my work at home, or... (laughs) (laughs) i leave my work at home. I leave my work at work unless I have to bring it home. But then as soon as I'm finished working, it's out of sight, out of mind. I completely, I don't worry about what needs to be done anymore. I just focus on what's in front of me and what's going on. That goes back to my word of the year, which is mindfulness. Mm -hmm. If you didn't hear our resolution podcast, go check it out. Very thankful that I decided to take this day and just take a break and do what's best for me. And even though I'm recording today, this is therapeutic. So um, It's not really work when you love it. That's true. I also am so freaking stoked, y'all. I haven't been to therapy. I feel like you're yelling at them. At all this year. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I literally haven't been since I don't think October. I mean, it has, it has been, been a, a hot freaking minute. And you used to go like twice a week. I <laughs> i had a lot of issues back then but um i'm really really excited i get get to go to therapy on thursday you guys and it's gonna be so great (laughs) i text um i didn't text her i emailed my counselor and i said i just realized i have an appointment with you on thursday and i just want you to know i'm looking forward to sitting on your couch and crying for an hour so (laughs) (laughs) I'm, i'm ready for that hour of crying um but you know what? Sometimes you just need to cry and that's okay. You know, not many things make me cry these days. I know. <laughs> I have to be I cried a little bit last week, I think, but it wasn't it wasn't like uncontrollable sobs. It was just like <laughs> it was just like the tears were falling. But I mean I don't know, I just I just didn't cry. But I needed to like I literally told Robert I said I think I just need to cry I said I think I've just been holding in a lot of emotions and and I I just need to let it out I think like men don't
1: really understand that because they're not conditioned to believe that they can like have feelings and like they're not allowed to cry and all the things but most women like y'all probably relate to that like sometimes you just need to cry
0: right and I told him, I said, I think I'll just feel a lot better if I cry. But then part of me, because, when you know, when you're growing up, you're, you don't really realize this. And, you know, your parents probably didn't think anything of it. But, you know, the whole, like, if you don't quit crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yes. So as an adult, you, even though you know that's not true, it's still in the back of your mind and your subconscious. And you're like, well, if I cry, then, like, I'm letting somebody else win or... I'm letting that situation get the best of me and that's not the case but even still like I had that same battle with myself last week because I I knew that I needed to let it out and the way to do that was either to write or cry and I had written and written and written and typed and it just wasn't making me feel any better. So I told him, I said, I just need to cry. But then it's like, I know it's going to be an ugly cry. So I need to make sure I don't have my makeup on. And you you got to like, prepare for it. I got to prepare for my cry. And so I ran me a bath and I was ready to cry like in the tub. <laughs> and then. So emo. I'm- <laughs> I was already placing, like Simple Plan, <laughs> My Chemical Romance, hitting it all the way back to my teenage dr- uh, days, and um, yeah, I just I couldn't cry, so maybe that's not what I needed, but I felt better after my bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good.
1: Maybe you can talk to Heather about that.
0: Okay, but back to mental health. If you don't c- care, care,
1: care, <laughs> I'm
0: thinking about the pancakes. <laughs> if you don't Put in the pancakes, <laughs> if you don't take care of yourself. First, then how are you supposed to take care of anybody else? I've never been on an airplane, but I hear that the flight attendant will tell you that you, you can... put your mask on first. Exactly, and that's the truth. Okay, good, because you've been on a couple planes. So has airplanes.
1: Meow.
0: <laughs> I know you don't know what they sound like. What kind of airplane have you been on? <laughs> I don't know any of them that sound like a cat, but (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Meow. That's how they sound when they take off. I mean, I've never been on one, so. So don't judge me. I can't relate, but (laughs) I'm going to take your word for it. So what is something that that you do for, like, self-care on, like, your mental health day? (sighs) So many things. Um,
1: it kind of depends. there. So there's like a few things that are like my go-to solutions. Number one, face mask. That's, you know, I do a face mask if I've just had any minor inconvenience. <laughs> Literally any excuse. I'm like, I just need a mask <laughs> and it's going to fix it. Right? <laughs> and sometimes it do. Um, other days, I will take like a really nice warm okay maybe scalding hot bubble bath and like if I got a glass of wine with me like that just like puts the nail in the coffin that is it you're setting off okay I, <laughs> I see what you're saying and if you combine those two oh boy three the
0: wine the bubble bath and the mask Sounds I never claimed to be good at math <laughs> obviously we can't neither one of us can map <laughs> alright so if you combine those three <laughs> you got like the Bermuda Triangle right there it is <laughs> lit. is you're gonna be getting lost
1: <laughs> um, there's like a walking track that has this really nice like waterfall area and so I would go over there and just get out and walk to like the waterfall and sit there and listen to it and just think about like, the root of my issues and the root of my negative feelings. And um, I pretty much, like, would just sit there and not leave until I felt better. Sometimes it would be, like, five minutes, and
0: sometimes I think I would sit there for, like, 30. Did you ever have to take a tit to spend the night? No. (laughs) (laughs) These are questions I have. (laughs) Uh, For me, when I'm not broke... I like to go get my pedicure. That is the be-all end-all. Or I would like to get my hair done or put on makeup or do absolutely nothing. I'm talking like nothing. Just (laughs) mindlessly scrolling, mindlessly watching television, like zoning out completely. I love a good bath. Not going to lie. Face masks they're all right they're not your thing they're not because my skin is so oily and so using masks just makes it worse or it'll dry out my skin which is how it is now because we did that face mask a week ago and I'm still suffering the consequences <laughs> of it so but if I can go get a pedicure like my nails and toes done or getting my hair done that, that's where it's at for me but I haven't done my hair you know in over a year almost. And so I did recently cut it though, but not because I was having an emotional come apart. I cut (laughs) my hair prior to my um, emotional downward spiral. (laughs) So it wasn't the result of my emotions. It was well thought out. It was, it was well thought out. It was planned, strategically. I mean, I even set the appointment for a day later. That way, I would have time to back out. Mm, Smart. But I went through with it, and I love it. So, we both have the same sort of mindset that if you feel like crap, you can feel better by doing something about it. So, like, putting on makeup, making yourself, like, presentable, not staying in your jammies all day. Yeah, I actually remember this one time in bed camp.
1: Um... (laughs) When I was working in Kentucky, um, I went into work one day my manager was like, Oh, you look nice. And I think she like commented on my lipstick or something. I don't remember. And I was like, Yeah, I'm not feeling it today. So I, I put myself together. And I was like, You know, that's just, that's like kind of my motto. If I feel bad, like I'm going to make myself look good because. You want to
0: overcompensate for how you're feeling on the inside.
1: Basically. <laughs> I mean, it helps a little bit. Like, your appearance appearance isn't everything, but it for sure helps if you're feeling bad to just, like, get dressed in something nice, like, do your hair, your makeup, or, like, one of the three, you know, or a
0: good, like, two out of three. Yeah, that's whenever I would um, feel like that. I would usually, it would either be makeup or fix my hair. When I had long hair, it was great, because I could just throw it up in a bun and do my makeup. But now that I have short hair, it's like, it's one or the other. Yeah, I know, (laughs) my bun is pretty pitiful these days, which I'm sad about, but it was well worth it. This hair is healthy as can be. Shiny. so
1: shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the fact that mental health is just as important as physical health. Just like you can physically recognize when you're letting yourself go. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> Relatable. Um, be attentive to when you're letting yourself go mentally as well.
0: Yeah. And so how can you tell whenever you need a mental break? So when you feel yourself, you feel like your mental health is unraveling. <laughs> um, For me, I mean, it
1: could be like a multitude of things. I feel like truthfully. Um, typically, the way I recognize that I'm, like, slipping up a little bit is I just get very irritated by the smallest things that I know shouldn't shouldn't irritate me, um... And so then, like, I get mad at myself for, like, being irritated at things that I shouldn't be irritated about. So it's a
0: vicious cycle. (laughs) A vicious cycle of angry. (laughs) Exactly. Which is interesting because you're not a very angry person. Oh, not at all. Like, I've had so many people tell me, like,
1: wow, you're so patient. And, like, just comment on how, like, calm I am and how, like, chill, I guess. And like I said, just how patient I can be. So for sure, when I start getting
0: angry, I'm like, okay, (laughs) I need to take a breather. Yeah, for me, it's when I'm easily overwhelmed by like mundane tasks, like laundry, work, cooking, having to do homework with Olivia. And when I am extremely anxious about everything I'm talking having to go get a shower (laughs) having to be a wife having to be a mom just live okay
1: (laughs) so I can relate to that too because okay so typically it's when I get real irritated that is my like telltale sign but sometimes it is also being just overwhelmed by the simplest things and just it's like The thought of even doing, like, the thought of getting up and putting in the laundry just makes me want to take a nap. Like, that's when (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) That's when I know I need to get my shit together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can relate to that. Um, Another thing is when I've been really distant. So, if I don't uh, talk to, like, you, for instance, or I'm just being very quiet and keeping to myself a lot that's when um I can tell to when I have no desire for social interaction because I'm very much a social person oh yeah
1: if you haven't messaged me by like seven thirty in the morning or called me I'm like okay what's wrong with Leslie today maybe she's <laughs> <laughs> because
0: I mean that's just who you are I know um so You guys need to make sure that you just really think about those things for yourself and be able to recognize when you need a mental health break and don't ignore your need for a break. Um, You know, in the Bible, it says on the seventh day, God rested after he created the heavens and the earth. So God rested. Okay, we are mere humans. (laughs) And if the creator of the heavens and the earth rested, then you can too. That's right. (laughs) Um, so I know I already said this, but since I've been having a lot of emotionally draining things going on over the last couple of weeks, um, I was finally able to just take a breather and mental health days are just as important as sick days. Cause you're not going to come to work when you're running a fever or, you know, you're not going to go out to a party and do all the things. Mm-hmm. And so make sure that you're taking your mental health just as seriously as you do your physical health. For sure. Um, and also another thing is uh, plan your off time wisely. And um, I know we all have life and we have things we need to take care of, but there are things that can wait. And you need to plan your breaks accordingly if you can. Um, so what are some examples that you would say? Um,
1: for one, like, use one of your off days as a mental health day. Um, if you know you've got, like, some PTO that you need to use, don't schedule, like, unnecessary appointments or, you know, things, like, that need to be done around the house. Like, just take a breather and do something for yourself. Like, truly do something for yourself that you are going to enjoy And just take care of your mental health. Yeah. Because if you, like, if you feel good inside and you're in a good headspace, like, you'll get the other things done, um, even on your busy days. And it won't feel like such a
0: strain. Right. And I know for me, um, I can plan off days. And so I usually will plan one day you know, every so often just to literally do nothing. And you also get an off day during the week. I mean, most people get at least one or two days off. And I know that you have things that you need to get done. I mean, you can't let your laundry pile up and the dishes and yeah, those we're, things. we're not saying, like, don't be responsible. Yeah, not neglect <laughs> your responsibilities. But, you know, it is okay to take maybe not even a whole day but just maybe a couple of hours where you just focus on nothing or you focus on one thing, um, you know, try and work through your thoughts and things like that. Um, You know, don't plan anything that's going to give you stress. So for me, having a list of to-dos, is something that I enjoy having, but for some people having a list of things that need to be done can be super exhausting and overwhelming before even getting started. Yeah, and so
1: I didn't think that I was a list person, and then I went to counseling (laughs) um, a few years ago, and she mentioned to me um, that I should try making a list for something, I don't remember what it was now that we were discussing that day, But, um, we talked about, you know, ways to cope and like, um, view the pros and cons and that kind of thing. And she, you know, suggested the list. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a shot. And I sat down to write this list. I'm like, wow, I feel so much better. And like writing a list can be overwhelming, but having it there on paper and seeing, everything um just right in front of you instead of having all these jumbled thoughts in your head that you're trying to organize that's exhausting yeah so although a list might sound overwhelming yeah it can actually be really nice so if you know if you've never made a list like try making a list but if it stresses you out then don't make any more lists
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and a good thing is having a list. I mean you don't have to prioritize your list as you're making it. Just yeah. write down things that think that you pop that pop in your head and then you have everything to paper and then you can prioritize your list of what needs to be done. Like you have to feed your family. <laughs> you have to go to work some days. You have to have clean clothes. You need to live in a fairly clean environment so <laughs> there are things that have to be done but and then there are little things like okay the laundry is clean but do I have to put them up right now no I don't they're not going to get dirty by sitting in a clothes basket for a day or two or you know a week until my, you like, wear them again, and... <laughs> or a week again in my case cycle.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah definitely so like Leslie said like just Write everything down as it comes to you. It, you don't have to immediately put it in order. Um, and then look at your list and decide what you're going to do. Like, what you want to accomplish first. And as you start to check these things off, like, even if you start with the small stuff and just, like, check them off, you know, here and there. Like, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel motivated to, like... Continue to do that. Yeah. Like, okay, what am I going to do next? Um. And for me, like, that helps just starting with the little things and be like, okay, like, let's
0: get the rest of this done. Yeah, and that's not really a mental health day kind of thing. That's more just a lifestyle yeah, that you can can take on. Because I know for, well, at least for me, if I have a bunch of thoughts jumbled in my head and there's a ton of things that I know I need to do, but I don't know where to start because I'm just super overwhelmed, like, the whole moving process and getting our house ready to sell was just it's been a nightmare for me because I'm like oh we have junk drawers oh we have closets oh we have <laughs> drawers just and clothes just so many and- things so many little details yeah
1: and so- that you forget mm-hmm. if you don't write it down and then So I mean, I have the memory of a potato. (laughs) So when I don't write things down, I forget until it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at night. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I can't call these people right now. Like, (laughs) I can't check on these things that I needed to do. So then like that stresses me out. So I thrive on lists. And then you can't sleep. (laughs) Exactly. And so, or worse, you sleep too much. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep to avoid the problems, you know, stay up anxiously because I'm stressing about the problems and then sleep all day because I'm stressed about the problems. (laughs) It's a whole thing. Um, So once you make a list, like, don't forget to go back and look at the list. Um, Right, (laughs) because that doesn't help
0: I put a reminder on my like any list I make I put a reminder in my notes that way it'll go off every so often so I'll be like it'll be like hey look at me look at me I'm like (laughs) I don't want to look at you
1: (laughs) because I bought do you remember the like really nice adorable planner that Uh, I bought last year Mm -hmm. and I mean, I was
0: all about it at first. What like, thing you forget about it?
1: Yeah, I set it on a shelf. or I mean, I left it in my car for a long time. I didn't know um, what used because it was always in your car. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know,
0: <laughs> just
1: it's- do it and stick to it, okay? Don't forget about it. Don't sit it on a shelf. Don't leave it in your car. Which, by the way, let's sidetrack here for a minute. Um, Leslie, <laughs> clean. <laughs> okay, so yesterday two days ago picture it leslie's living room <laughs> 2020 it's a disaster <laughs> Clothes um, everywhere. she is like picking at me and we're just going back and forth at each other and she's like you know what you better be nice to me because i found something you've been looking for and i was like what are you talking about and she walks in with my Sherpa jacket that has <laughs> literally been missing for almost a year. I found it in my and trunk. <laughs> it was in her trunk. And I'm like, Leslie, you really need to clean out your
0: car more often. <laughs> and the thing is, I just, like, cleaned it and basically detailed it for my Christmas present to myself. And uh, um, Because that's
1: being an adult these days.
0: Because I was super overwhelmed by my car being trashed. I was just, I needed it to be done. And so... Yeah, I found it. I think I I went in my trunk for something. Yeah, it had to have been, like, in the back of your trunk. Yeah, because, I mean, I've been in my trunk a million times, so... (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't get in my trunk often. I mean, only when I'm smuggling. Do you
1: still have beach (laughs) stuff in there from
0: two years ago? No, no, it's in the garage, but we're going to toss that before we move. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so no longer sidetracking. Okay, so one thing that is also super helpful is to get someone to talk to. So I'm a huge advocate for therapy and counseling but I know that it can be expensive at times. And while I definitely encourage a licensed professional which I am not, <laughs> sometimes just chatting with a close friend can do the trick.
1: Um, And just
0: like pro tip there are counselors
1: and places out there that are income based. So if you can't afford like a high end top dollar counselor like that's okay um do some research and see if there is a place in your area that will work with you and um give you a price based on your income because yeah. like those like I've been to those places
0: before and they can be just as nice Oh yeah that's where I started out I started out at a it was a faith based counseling center here in um Alabama and I that's where I met up with the counselor that is still used today she's broken off and she's at her own practice now but I started off on the sliding scale I mean I paid $25 every time I saw her Mm -hmm. Um, and it was based on income and I think the lowest price was $10 yeah I want to say it's like 10 it's 10 an hour 10 an hour So so there are and I mean the thing is you go to school when you go to school to be a therapist you don't go to school to be a therapist because you're I mean, some people do. I don't know. You know, I don't know your life. But I feel like if you're going to go to school for all those years to be a counselor or a therapist, it's not because... I mean, it's because you truly want to help people and you love people. I mean,
1: some of of them make good money. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But there's just certain um, career paths that, you know, most people don't take for the money. You do it because you're really passionate about it. Yeah. And, and counseling is probably one of those. And
0: one uh, one other pro tip is you can call the local colleges and you can call... Um, you can call the local colleges who have psychology programs. And sometimes they have interns that are willing to either do it for, because they need the hours to graduate. And so sometimes they'll do it for a lesser cost. Oh. Um, so that's a pro tip I learned. <laughs> that's a pro tip from the pro. Cause I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just want to throw that out there and be mindful who you confide in because I'm just going to be real with you. Someone who agrees with everything you do or that influences you in a negative way is more than likely not the right person to be talking to Um, because me and Leslie, okay, you know, we might sound
1: like we're, I mean, we are always there supporting each other, but this girl, she calls me all my shit and that is exactly what I need. Um, she has never made me feel bad about my decisions or my life choices. Um, but she is always straightforward and gives it to me straight. Um, you know, her thoughts and opinions on anything that I ask her sometimes when I don't ask her, (laughs) but that is the kind of person that you need in your life that can be completely honest with you. But without judgment.
0: Yeah. Because you still need when people are making choices that aren't, that you can tell that it's not the best choice for them because when you know this person or, you know, you've gone through something similar, it's important that you don't pass judgment onto them because the more you judge them, the more they're going to be like, well, you know, screw you. I'm going to go do whatever I want anyway. Um, but and, if you do it in like a caring way, they're going to listen to you. Right. Like when Rena wanted I'm just gonna, you know, because we've already talked about this. But when she was, she was interested in going, like, starting to date someone, but she's still, you know, currently married. They're going through their divorce process. You know, I told her, I said that I didn't think it was a good idea because when you're still married, and that carries a lot of weight, and there's a lot of things that go into that, and it's really hard to meet the right person when you're still married to, to the wrong one <laughs> the, for lack of a better word, the wrong one. And um, by me, I was honest with her and you know, I just, I get it. Cause I've been there and I just know that I made mistakes. Not that I dated anyone while I was still technically married, but let's just put it out there that you were only waiting for your
1: divorce for two months. Here I am, almost (laughs) literally a year later.
0: I mean, she's got a point. (laughs) Not that I'm making excuses, I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I'm honest with her about how I feel about it and how I think that it would be better for her to wait just because I know the kind of person she is as well. And I don't want her to get into another bad relationship or um, something that's not good for her just because... She can't see the signs.
1: And the thing is, like, I, so I recently downloaded a dating app again. Just to kind of. Devil apps. Devil apps, for sure. But, okay, I didn't download Tinder. It's not, like, the worst of the worst, okay? (laughs) So, I just wanted to start putting myself back out there, like, talking to people a little bit. Because I quickly found out that, like, I started getting, a like, a little bit anxious. Um, when I, when it came down to talking about actually meeting and going on a date with some of these people and I'm like, wow, I really do need to like practice dating before I get there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't agree with this, but you know, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so, so, okay. Yeah. The thing is, um, if I do happen to meet someone that I'm really interested in, like I don't want to still be going through my divorce because that carries a lot of like negative baggage and I just don't all the things. Yeah. I don't want to like bring that part of my life into like the next chapter and I don't want to be like getting into a relationship with someone and still be like partially like, one foot still in the past basically because I'm trying to get divorced and going through all these things like I just want to be like done with this chapter and then move on to the next
0: yeah but I mean I got on the devil laps but because I wanted to make friends <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Leslie did it all wrong. Yeah, she's naive and didn't know what it was about. Yeah. And then she downloaded these apps, and she was like, "Why do all these things happen?" <laughs> I just want to be friends
0: and go coffee, like get coffee. <laughs> that ain't how it works. I know. So I was really glad when there was an app that came out for like BFF. So I was like, oh, "This is where I need to be at." <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyways, another thing about, um, you know, being conscious of who you're you're like talking to and confiding in is that you need to be aware of your need for a healthy mindset and take the steps to achieve that and I know for me before I started going to counseling it sounds really cheesy but self-help books are a great place to start Mm -hmm. um my audible like section like my library is full of nothing but self-help books because Your girl needs lots of help, um, <laughs> and I'm a perfectly aware of it. And I like to, I like to gain knowledge and know, you know, healthy ways to approach certain situations or just you know deal with life by people who are much smarter than me and who mm-hmm. have lived life longer than I have. And it doesn't, it doesn't make you a weak person or doesn't mean there's something wrong with you per no, se it's like quite the opposite
1: really I think it's super strong and like incredible to realize that you are lacking something or need help in an area and that you know you seek professional help whether it be like medication or like talking to a professional like a therapist like that's amazing good for you
0: yeah you know? and I know there was a situation so I mean, growing up my whole life, I was super anxious about everything. Just the freaking weather. (laughs) I'm a weather wimp. I was anxious about having to do anything that involved, um, you know, just being by myself and things of that nature. And so my whole life I lived thinking this is just the way life is. And after my divorce, there came a time in my life where I no lie could not function I was so stressed and anxious I couldn't isn't that when you had like that chest problem like your chest was super tight oh yeah like... I had the costrochondritis I think is how you say it. <laughs> it's like inflammation of your rib cage the cartilage in your rib cage and sternum um and I, I was diagnosed with it, and it was literally from the stress. So, I mean, being stressed and anxious can honestly cause you physical problems. Yeah. And, I mean, it lasted for a year. And it was, it was so scary. I went to the hospital because I thought I was <laughs> having a freaking heart attack. Because she's a little bit of a hypochondriac. God but, bless you know. the man that I was dating at the time because he had been on an all-night work shift and went to the emergency room with me and, like, Stayed up and held my hand and I was like thanks so much for being here because my mom (laughs) had to watch my kid it was just it was bad but after that whole episode um, a really good friend of mine talked to me and she was like you know Maybe you should talk to your doctor about getting on medication. And I was like, no, I don't take medication. Like, I don't take birth control. I'm not about to take no pills every day. That's insane. Because the thought of having to take medication gave me anxiety. (laughs) So um, she told me, you know, she said, well, I have depression. Would you say that I shouldn't take medication to cope with my depression? And I was like, no, but that's different. And she said, how? I was like, you got me there. I'm in. So I talked to a I talked to my doctor, and I got put on um, an anxiety medication, and it worked for a little while. But then I started having panic attacks out of nowhere. I mean, I went on a date with Robert, and he he bought a movie ticket. We go in the movie theater. We're there. The previews start going, and I have a like straight up panic attack. Can't breathe. Have to leave cannot compose myself and I had no idea why I was having a panic attack it just happened so I went back to my doctor they switched my medication and now (laughs) y'all I'm like "Ah," living the dream so I mean you're still you I'm still me but you're
1: functioning
0: I'm functioning (laughs) but you know earlier like so I woke up that I woke up Friday morning and I could not breathe I was having a panic attack, and that's the first one I've had since I started taking this medication over a year ago. But, you know, like, taking medication for something that you cannot control is not there is bad. A, there is a huge difference between, like... Self-medicating and being medicated by a licensed professional yes, or a doctor. And,
1: like, taking medicine you are prescribed and taking medicine that you are not prescribed and, like, abusing. Right. Like, there are just huge differences, and... um. I think one thing a lot of people maybe struggle struggle with is um, if you were wrongfully diagnosed as a child or something, or just you know maybe as a young adult you got put on the wrong medications. Um, a lot of people compare. Being medicated to feeling like a zombie. Oh, yeah. That is not how you're supposed to feel. And you just need to go and talk to your doctor more and try something new. It doesn't mean that you just give up. Right. Um, because you sometimes
0: you have to... Um, try different medications. Yeah, to get the right one. And you also have to re- realize that it doesn't happen instantly. I have a... The only thing that I, my body metabolizes quickly is freaking medication, okay? Like... Can't metabolize a cheeseburger, but you know, after two days of being on some kind of medication, my body's like adjusted. So, um, it's a lot of medications they tell you it'll take maybe up to a month or more, yeah,
1: for it to like fully process and really start flowing like it's supposed to, yeah. But if you like for me personally, if I miss my medication for more than 24 hours. I will start feeling it. Oh, for sure. And it is miserable. Like, literally, it feels like a hangover without the headache. Yeah. You just feel dizzy and disoriented and sick, and it's horrible.
0: And it's really frustrating that it takes, or it can take so long for it to, like... Get back into your system. Yeah. But another thing is, for me, I think the reason I didn't want to get on medication is because, you know, growing up, my parents had... um, or of my parents had a really bad problem with prescription drugs. And so I was terrified because I thought, well, if I have anxiety, what if they give me a controlled substance? And then what if I get addicted? And then what if I'm a crap parent? And what if I can't do what I need to do for Olivia? But when I talked to my doctor, she was like, oh, no, we're not giving you... (laughs) Like, I, I was worried that she was going to think I was fishing for it. So I was like, look, I don't want controlled <laughs> substances. Like, I just want something that's going to help me function. And she said, oh, no, we don't give controlled substances for anxiety. They can. And I mean, if you need that, your doctor can, you know, talk to you about that. But it's not their first go to. No, definitely not. So if that's something you're worried about, because, you know, you don't want to be, um feeling some type of way like disoriented or not able to function then you know we just recommend you definitely talk to your doctor about it
1: another thing going back to um, counselors and therapists I've seen um, like a handful of different professionals and I had this one counselor and I mean I only saw her literally like a couple of times and she was so sweet um, but she was the cheerleader type. Oh yeah. She was like she would um, you know, tell me all the things I was doing really well and even things that um I needed to work on. She didn't like really address them. She was just the full on cheerleader type. For me personally, like that is not what I need. No. I need someone like Leslie that like calls me on my shit, that like asks me questions that I don't ask myself, that I don't think of. I need someone that's going to, like, help me be better. Like, that is why I'm here, you know? Right. I don't need a cheerleader. So if you, you know, go and talk to someone and they're not really working for
0: you, like, don't just quit seeing someone. Try someone new. Exactly. Because that's – I went through, I think, four counselors before I got with the person that I'm with now. And I've been with her for five years, four or five years now. And I mean, I told her, I said, I don't care. Like I will follow you anywhere because (laughs) she, she instantly got me like the moment I walked into her office, I told her a little bit about me and she said, okay, so you sound like you're kind of this type of person. And I was like, it's like, you've known me forever. (laughs) And she was just, I mean, she was literally sent from God to help me with my life. And I'm just really grateful for her.
1: Um, so, other than um, seeking professional help and um, self help books, yes, some other things um, like home remedies for your mental health and taking just a day off your mental health day. What um, we're going to give you some other ideas, things that work for us personally that we enjoy. Um, so, for me, one of my like go to's is a nice golden hot bubble bath with a face mask and if I happen to have some wine in the fridge like I'm done
0: d-u-n just go (laughs) ahead stick a fork in me because I'm done (laughs) um so for me I the bath is definitely my go-to de-stressor and I don't usually take bubble baths, but that's just because we don't have any bubble bath stuff. I used to do bath bombs really frequently, but that was a phase. But I haven't had, I haven't bought a bath bomb in so long, mostly because they started staining my tub, and I was annoyed. All that to say, you know, mental health is just super important, and we're both really big advocates for it. I think because we just suffered for so long, not knowing that there was any other way, especially for me, because you know, my whole life until my (laughs) mid-twenties.
1: I'm so old.
0: I lived a certain way and just thinking that there was no other option. Like, this was just my life, having extreme anxiety. And, you know, um, I didn't know that there was an option out there. And like
1: I said, like, Leslie is still Leslie. Like... We're
0: not saying there's anything wrong with you. Yeah, But... Be you, but be medicated. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to be. Uh, talk to your doctor about it. But I think it's just there, there are ways that you can cope with life that make life a little easier. Because you know, there are times when, you know, Robert's not a big fan of medication. And that's good for him. And he'll ask me sometimes, you know, do you think you'll ever go off your medication? Well, when I had that episode on Friday, I was like, this is how I am all the time without my medicine. And that is no way, that's not how I want to live. And so if I do go off my medication, you know, I'll, you know, I'll make that decision for myself whenever I feel like that's the right time for me. I'll talk to my doctor about it. I mean, definitely don't just stop taking your medication. No,
1: and that's another problem. Not to, um, not to keep backtracking or anything, but so many times, and like I myself did this before you are you know on your medication for a long time and you're like wow I really feel so much better I feel like I've got a grip on myself now I've got a grip on life I think that I'm gonna go off my medication no don't do it yeah it's a trap (laughs) it is a trap like do not stop taking your medication because that's why you feel the way you do yes um you feel that you feel good because your medicine is working like don't stop taking it true um if you want to go that route talk to your doctor
0: you know, whatever, but don't just quit that taking de- it. And don't make that decision on your own. No. And always consult a licensed professional. Yes. Which we are not. <laughs> I repeat. <laughs> we just have lots of experience in this field. <laughs> and there are lots of different mental health issues that people have. You know, anxiety is just one that I'm very familiar with, and depression is one for you. Mm-hmm. And I've never been depressed that I can remember. Um I know that they put me on depression medication when I was really young. We're on like the same medication right now, right,
1: and I mean and that's another thing is going back to um sometimes you have to play around with different ones to see what works for you, and so we're on the same medication, but they can have different side effects and different um you know work differently for different people. We're not made the same, so what works for me and my depression also happens to work for Leslie and her anxiety like, right.
0: And so I was really confused too because when my doctor suggested depression medication, I got really offended. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not depressed. I just have anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder. And she was like, Yeah, we can use this for both. I was like, Okay, well, just like, sure you know I'm not depressed. I'm a happy camper, damn it. <laughs> um, but I, we really enjoyed making this episode. We hope that you really enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. So that, you know, if you, if this really speaks to you, we definitely want other people to hear it as well.
1: And let us know um, if you love it, hate it. um, These episodes we've been doing for you guys on these deeper subjects. Um, Personally, Leslie and I, like she said, we've really loved doing these, um, the forgiveness and this one on mental health. And then we've got another one planned for you guys. It's going to be the last one in our series, though. Yeah. For
0: things no one told me.
1: And, I mean, we for sure do it. love doing the lighter stuff, too, and, like, being our natural goofy selves, but one of the reasons we started the podcast is we want to be helpful, and we want to, like, just share our stories and our advice with you guys. So, just give us some feedback if these episodes are something you're really into.
0: We will talk about it and look into doing more um, like this. Yeah. But... Until next time, you guys have a great week. Uh, we're going to close out in prayer because I know I said last week we were going to start praying for you guys because I think it's really important that you have someone praying for you that's on your side. So do you want to pray this week or are you going to pass the buck to me one more time? I'm going I'm to pass it on to you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Lord, for our listeners. Thank you, God, for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for us so that we can be forgiven and live in relationship with you. Lord, we just thank you, God, that you provide licensed professionals to help us cope with life because it's so full of sin and things do get heavy. And we know that you can deliver us from all things. And sometimes the way you deliver us is through modern medicine and people that are sent here to help be the hands and feet of you. And God, we just pray that you would continue to bless our listeners this week. That they would be able to recognize their need for you and their need for a break. That they understand that, God, you rested even after you created the heavens and the earth. And that is okay for us to take a break and not to feel guilt or shame about putting things off that aren't necessarily needing to be done right then and at that exact moment. And that we would just take time this week to... Put our priorities in order and continue to put you first in our lives and that you would just bless this podcast and continue to bring those who need to hear your this message and truth um, you would just bring them to this podcast and that you would use us to glorify your name and bless our listeners as they go about their week and continue to bless us in the way that you do amen bye you guys we'll talk to you next week
1: Boom.